Good morning, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host, Sarah Arnold, and I attempted to record an episode a couple nights ago because um had some shit come up. Um, I really broke down on that one, but it was necessary, so I'm going to talk about that today. Um, so a couple nights ago I was doing my meditations and um, there's like a handful of different ones that I like to use. Uh, I'll be completely honest with you, the majority of them are a variety of guided meditations that I've found on YouTube that are provided by uh, this kid Aaron Dowdy. And anyhow, the one that I have been doing probably for the last, I don't know, while, it's basically about opening your heart, you know what I mean, and getting in touch with your heart, because um, I think the way everything transpired with the individual that I was seeing in South Carolina, um, it kind of, like, I autom- I shut down, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think the way everything uh, came about with that um, and really getting the understanding that my emotions were too big for this person and I did not have the bandwidth to deal with, you know, his feelings, it kind of put me in almost like a dissociative state or like... I don't know, like, it, it, it triggered my ability to compartmentalize and just kind of like, bloop, like, stuff it down and just keep going. So, for whatever reason, like, I don't know. So, in attempt to kind of, I guess I would say, get back in touch with my authentic self or, you know what I mean, like, trying to find a way to be more open and susceptible to like any form of love whatsoever. Like I started doing this meditation and when I was doing this, so here, like I'll give you a little bit of backstory on this. Um, what it, one of the things that it guides you to do is to basically to think of a time in in your past in which you felt love you know like and so like I've had a variety of different um, memories come up when I'm doing this meditation now the other night what came into my mind was um, a memory from when I went to Indiana in February of this year. Uh, so I don't know how much I've discussed about this. So a little backstory for in case I didn't, I don't fucking know. I've got a lot of episodes out here, folks. But so to backtrack in January of this year, longtime friend, also longtime crush, um, that reaches out to me and we kind of compare notes about going through some really similar life circumstances. Um, so, um, he lost his brother. I lost my nephew. Um, his marriage was crumbling probably about a year after that. 
uh, same thing for myself. The only difference is all of, like, I was about a year ahead of schedule compared to him. And so, then, this is somebody that I'd known since I was, like, 16 years old. And so, like, pretty much the entire time we've been in communication, like, in any context or capacity, it doesn't matter. Like, even since we were kids, um, we've always had this um, kind of air about the friendship where it's like, we're more than friends, but, you know, we know we're more than friends, but what is this anyway? You know, there's always kind of been this, like, I don't know, thing. But at the same time, while this is happening, while this has happened and transpired, you know, over the course of years, um, the conversations have always been a very deep, very philosophical, um, very vulnerable in they're literally the kinds of con the context of conversation is always something that has, it's just a very deep connection you know uh, very um, open very transparent and so just kind of to give a little you know history there right and so when we started getting into, you know, the nitty gritty about, you know, the difficulties that we had been experiencing in life in January. Um, he had brought something to my attention that had me very concerned for his welfare. Um, I was concerned to the point that I took some time off like I scheduled time off I think it was about a week or two after this you know major conversation had occurred and I went to go see him and we had basically what I would describe as our first date which is funny but like the way I would put it is like this um, when he opened up to me in late January the initial thought that came to my mind and it's really fucking dark and it is what it is was that his son is gonna find him dead in his fucking garage and that like terrified me you know um what's funny and not funny i guess is the way the cycles go through this um so the last time he and i were getting really close was right before I left Indiana to go to and, and went to Massachusetts and so there's been this dynamic you know that's again cycles and pattern repeating and shit there's been this dynamic of um, me running when we get too close okay like let me just call that like I see it honesty is respectable um, there's something that I'm trying to work through where um, if I feel a genuine connection with a person like it is literally terrifying like that fear is paralyzing and like so obviously my um, way of dealing with that is to not confront it um, at least it has been 
for a very long time. And so I decide, you know, when he opens up to me about this thing that I'm going to take the chance. I'm like, I, I don't want the last time I saw him to be the last time I see him because the last time I saw him was like 20 some odd years ago, you know, um, when we were fucking kids and I, you know, we still maintain like a really strong bond, you know, despite all of this, um, thanks to the advent of social media. Um, and so I pursue this and we have what I would describe as like the best worst first date that I've ever experienced in my entire life. So like we go to this restaurant and we we get steak dinners and we're having drinks and we're having a good old time and we're just you know diving into the deep end um and I think this is one of the things that I miss about this um connection more than anything else was um the level of transparency and vulnerability that we both shared is something that is very unique to my experience and um so we go uh, we have these dinners we end up going out for drinks and like the entire time we're sitting at this bar just having drinks conversing fucking around having a good time and like he's got this pattern where like he keeps repeating over and over again like I was I was so stupid I was so stupid I was so stupid and like I know what the inference is as we're having these beverages um he's inferring that he made the wrong choice like 20 some odd years ago because like right at the time we had started talking because also when I moved out of state it's when he found out that his girlfriend at the time was pregnant and my response to him was this I was like no you're not like you did the right thing like you did the right thing you stayed and you fucking raised your kids you, you know what I mean like dude like you did exactly what you should have done like and I admire you more for that then you know had things turned differently you know what I mean like had you just fucking bailed on your baby's mama and peace fuck out hard I didn't put it quite that way but you know the concept is still the same and so we're carrying it on having a good old time and um it finally gets to the point and I don't know when this happened like like where he's had too much to drink and he's getting an uber and we go outside like we're gonna go outside you know and wait for it and I see him losing his balance and immediately my response to this was to try to catch him because I don't know why like I, I don't know why but that was my first instinct was like try to catch him try to keep him from losing his balance and instead what happened is we both just like fell to the ground um ripped three buttons off his shirt and then some of his buddies from inside ended up coming and helping me getting him back up now the uber finally comes and we go to his place and like i don't know at what point it happens and god rest his soul 
I'm not shit talking because yeah anyhow I don't know at what point it happened but at some point he pissed himself and I didn't I don't know when it occurred I just noticed it when we got to back to his place that he pissed himself and I'm like this man is fucking exhausted obviously there's a lot going on you know what I mean like when you're in, under emotional duress you do some fucked up shit like trust me there's nobody that understands it better than myself at this point so I'm not passing judgment but I am thinking to myself like this motherfucker has to work in the morning and I don't want him sleeping in his pissy ass drawers so like I get him kind of like laying over the bed with his legs hanging off and I take off his shoes and I try to take off his pants at some point or another he comes to while this is happening and we're laughing a little bit and um, I get him some clean underwear and he gets changed up and in in the scuffle I don't know how it happened but this motherfucker falls off like hits his head on his dresser um, rolls over on like rolls over and like starts throwing up on the floor and like my immediate instinct was like roll him over so he doesn't choke on his vomit but then at the same time like get that up so I go get things and clean up the vomit and whatever and then I find some spray I don't know what it was um, it turned out to be bleach so there's probably fucking bleach stains in that bedroom now on the carpet um, and so I start spraying the mess because I don't want it to stink right and I start spraying the mess and I like shield his face from it and I'm like hey I just bleached your carpet you need to get up and get a bed and like after all this transpires like I'm thinking to myself like and I know this like I'm thinking to myself if this was anybody else like if this was a fucking stranger this wouldn't be happening I would have pieced the fuck out so hard like I would not be doing this um, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be taking this level of care of some fucking rando that I had just met. And, like, I stayed because, like, I... Okay. So here's another weird little snippet that just, I guess, adds insult to injury to the whole thing. Um, so, what I would say goes a little something like this if I had to give a description to it. He reminds me of, or reminded me of a positive and kind and loving version of the physical manifestation of my ex-husband's masks. By that what I mean, the projection that my ex would like had essentially put out to the world you know what I mean like I'm this like this big tough guy I'm into this I'm into you know what I mean like all of these things and so um yeah like I don't know I mean to be fair there was the the attraction was there um it had been for a really long time but at the same time like there's other shit tied to it that also needs to be addressed. Um, like, I guess it kind of represented, like, what my ex could be if my ex wasn't who they were. 
and so you know what I mean like there's fucking layers like lots and lots of layers to this shit um but so when I'm doing my um meditation what comes to my mind it's like two snips from that first date um like the I'm like the time when we're sitting at the bar um and he's just t saying I was so stupid I was so stupid and I, after like after I told him no he's not he just like looks me in the eye puts his hat on my head and asks can I kiss you and I say yes and so like this is one memory that comes to my mind while I'm doing this meditation because it basically wants you to reflect on a time in which you felt love um, the other one was like when I was trying to catch him falling to the ground I don't know it's random and fucking stupid and it's weird but like during this session these are the memories that came to my mind um, you know and I know um, he had experienced a lot of a lot of similar difficulties to what I have gone through myself and I tried to give him all of the tools that had helped me get through it you know from like meditations self-help stuff um, talking about nervous system regulation getting on anxiety medications and antidepressants and um, different playlists um, like we talked in depth about um, a lot of different things I mean so, like sometimes we were on the phone for like hours at a time you know just having honest vulnerable vulnerable and transparent conversations and I think I struggle with the way this ended because on one hand I know that I made the right decision for myself because um, like there's um, brain chemistry shit that happens when um, when you're dealing with um, inconsistent communication like hot and cold kind of shit um, one of the things that it does to your brain chemistry is um, it fucks with your head basically um, I can't describe the chemical processes that happens but long story short this is how trauma bonds and love addictions are, are formed and like as that was taking place I became aware of it and I had like and I had the conversation that like I I you know with him I was very honest and I like I can't do this like I, I've done this once before 
and I almost didn't fucking make it to the other side of that because of where everything else that was happening in my head at the time and everything else that I was processing. I'm like, I can't, like, and so I ceased communication in April, like, pretty much late April, early May, and, like, that was it. You know, that, that was the last communication we had. And then I fucking find out from his brother, his brother had messaged me that he passed away in a motorcycle accident. And like, on one hand, I know I did the right thing for myself, but at the same time, It weighs on me very heavily to know that, like, this motherfucker's children will never see him again. Um, like, we can't talk anymore. So, that can't be undone. And then, like, I don't know like I, I'm just I'm making a lot of assumptions based on my own experiences and my timelines with all, the, with all the fuck shit high stress I dealt with and it makes me sad that he could not get to the other side because um, like I know there was one point or another where he had told me that um, meditations weren't working for him anymore because that was one of the things that he, you know, that was one of the tools he was using to help um, calm his mind. And I think, realistically speaking, what he was experiencing was extreme nervous system dysregulation. Just based on, you know what I mean, our discussions and comparing notes um, on, like, parallels. And it's... From my own experiences, I understand that that's a very difficult thing to deal with because um, I had a lot of that like late 2021, early 2022. Um, I was in a really bad place um, and it just it just seemed like everything was overwhelming and everything was overstimulating and I, I don't know, like, it was hard to get through, is what I would say, it was really hard to get through, and realistically, like, I just kind of took it, like, a day, an hour, a minute at a time, you know, um, I doubled up the dosage of my anxiety medication, and, um, sometimes I would take even more than that. Um, like I stayed off of caffeine because that doesn't do anything to help that. But, and like, I gave him these pieces, you know, little, little snippets, whatever, like anything to help, you know? And it just sucks because like, he 
was coming home at like 3 o'clock in the fucking morning on July 4th. You know? And I can't help but wonder what scenario really played out. Like, did he just have... Did he have too much to drink? Did nobody in his circle tell him, like, hey, I'll give you a lift? Or, you know what I mean? Like, like what the fuck happened? Or, you know, was he experiencing the call of the void? And just, you know what I mean? Like, if I was looking at the probabilities just based on the context of our conversation and everything that had transpired over the past few years when we were in communication, um, I, I think it's one of those two things, like, and that makes me really fucking sad, um, you know, makes me really fucking sad. And, like, at the end of the day, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if there's anything I should or could have done differently, but I have a lot of really complex feelings towards the whole situation that I've just kind of, like, stuffed in my shirt pocket for a rainy day. And I guess, you know, the other night when I started my meditation was the day so that's where we're at um thank you everybody for tuning in and as always be well